You didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. Hello, and welcome back. What year is it? To the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. <laughs> Today, sir, why it's Christmas Day. <laughs> what? What year is it? Uh, I'm here with my fellow hosts, uh, <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. Marty, we gotta go back to your kids. It's about your kids, Marty. I was trying to do Alan from Jumanji. What year is it? Yeah, we were all doing different time references. And I just called Hope him Camp old. Was in, Hope Camp was in Christmas Carol. I was in Back to the Future. Kevin was in Jumanji. I don't know. Flynn was trying to do this podcast like we have. I called him like Ebenezer Scrooge because he looks older. Um, I'm here with him. See, I thought, thought that was definitely a reference to me doing a Christmas card. Ah, humbug. <laughs> Hope Camp's here, too, apparently. How's <laughs> uh, it going, guys? And Jacob's here, too. Boom shakalaka. Jacob oh, is man, back in northern Kentucky as well. He yes. has moved back temporarily. I would say more permanently. <laughs> It's never permanent. It's, Tem- it's the middle of August. You know, in part the permanent, part 2023. In the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> well, welcome back to um, Northern Kentucky. I, I, I still haven't yeah. seen Just you. Just to sort of bring people in. I know. I actually was thinking about that. Cat has seen and hung out with, well, aside from Allison, because obviously you all live, or sorry, quarantine, because you all live in a different city, but has seen and hung out with uh, respective um, significant others and partners of each of my co-hosts more than me. That was the longest way to say that possible. Sounds about right. Oh my God. So your wife's (laughs) hung out with their wives recently, more recently than you have. That's it. That's all you got to say. Correct. Correct. Jesus. That is correct. What are you drinking, Jacob, that you were trying to open with scissors earlier that you could have just popped open apparently? So... Um, obviously I've been gone a while, but apparently the, the audience, the pods don't know that because, uh, we haven't recorded. We haven't recorded. Because we haven't. we've been, we've been releasing consistently the whole time. So they definitely don't know that we've been gone. Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, oh yeah, sure. But mm-hmm. in my travels, I did attempt to purchase some various whiskeys. Uh, one such, uh, did a little trek down, um, doing a show called company, Stephen Sondheim's company down in the coastal arts center of Carolina, down in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And down there, there is a distillery called Burnt Church Distillery. Pretty cool little spot. So I picked up, uh, there. they had several is that, different... Is that the um, one from the Patriot? No. No. <laughs> a good, good attempt. I'm going to mute Hope Camp now, I think. Yep. Can I do that? Um, yeah. I award a point. Point of inspiration to Hope Camp. So... Anyways, um, this is a Burnt Church Distillery. <laughs> this is um, uh, this is their Palmer Stretch Rye Whiskey. I'm not gonna lie, and I feel no shame in saying this because I even kind of told them to their face or to the the guy who was checking it out. I was like, "Hey, your bourbon is maybe not the best, especially not for the price point, but your your rye whiskey is actually pretty good." Um, yeah, I almost picked up a bottle of their bourbon just so y'all could try it, but it's really not that good but the rye whiskey is nice uh it's a smoother rye um has kind of some like vanilla e flavor with it which is kind of nice because i still get that bite of that rye but uh has like a nice little kind of softer end on the back 
Um, it's also got a cool like imprint inside of like a I, I don't know what the scene is in, internally, but I'm sure I will discover it upon consuming the entire bottle. Yeah, I mean, keep describing um, the bottle. I mean, it's it's a bottle. <laughs> it's a bottle. Uh, but they also do have a very delicious bourbon cream uh, that uh, Kat and I picked up a bottle of that as well. So I'm sure I, I won't dip into that tonight necessarily, but that'll be a future thing, a uh, future episode, if we ever record again. What did that but, bottle look like? What did that bottle look like? A little bit more uh, oblong shape, not as symmetrical. Also, Flynn, between Kevin telling the people at Fresh how to do their jobs and pretty telling this... Uh, company that they have shit bourbon we're running out of people <laughs> that have like insulted shit. distillers to their face <laughs> i don't think i've insulted anyone lately so excuse me i was insulting <laughs> i was offering them feedback that, i mean that's what i was offering. doing too i was checking out and doing? i said hey you know it's not really i don't know if i charge 70 dollars but hey Anyways. And then you paid um, them oh. $70 for it. No, 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 <laughs> Contradicting no, 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 no. yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this, the Don't rye was... the rye and the oblong, uh, the oblong bourbon cream. Ah, yeah, the okay. oblong bourbon cream. Yeah, no, no, the rye was good. The bourbon, meh, not so much. They, they apparently have a bottle in Bond that they'll be releasing, like, next year or something that I... If I ever found myself mm. down in Hilton Head, South Carolina, maybe I would go try that, but... It's all good, um, but yeah. So for the next several times, we'll be uh, I'll be tasting the different exploits of my adventures, um, and with that, Hove, what are you drinking? I am drinking. It's been a while since we recorded. Um, a lot's I gone you were on. Say, it's been a while since you drank. No, I, I had a beer last night. Um, <laughs> I am drinking Eagle Rare. <laughs> so oh. lots been going on. I had a chip drop of mulch dropped off uh, in my driveway, and I've been doing a lot of mulching of a lot of gardens. They look spectacular. Things are in bloom. I've got 10-foot-tall Joe Pie weed, butterflies uh, coming and going, um, goldfinches all over the sunflowers. It's just been a really nice few weeks with the garden. So uh, I'm running out of Eagle Rare, but it felt like the total sum of all that has happened outdoors since we last recorded was worthy of a little eagle rare so delicious love it flynn tell us about your consumption sure uh so uh, upcoming in the next couple of months for us is what i'm calling wedding getting um of <laughs> of multiple people getting married <laughs> Why and would multiple you not call people it in multiple wedding? weddings arm a wedding oh that is better damn it <laughs> I'm a wedding is so We've much We've been calling better. it wedding get in for the last like six months. Why is it just I'm gonna have to, Arma wedding? I'm going to have to call the t-shirt producer and see if they can change the logo. Like <laughs> this is, this is, mm. this is like, this is like when pretty presented <laughs> shoe boats instead of the obvious wedding. Yeah, that, nice that was, <laughs> you know. This is why we keep you around, Hope Camp. I appreciate that. You clearly that. So, didn't workshop this at all. Uh, I didn't. I thought of one word. Uh, well, I thought of two words and put them together like I usually do. But in just, I just didn't think of the other way. Mm, bad bad choice. Well, Lauren went to, to Louisville for a bachelorette party Boys. recently. And she was going to be an hour early. Um, and instead of going and helping uh, get ready for it, she went to a distillery and had lunch. And picked me up a bottle of bourbon from Shelbyville, Kentucky. It is from 
Jephtha Creek Distillery oh, in Shelbyville. And I'm mm. drinking the Bloody mm-hmm. Butcher's mm-hmm. Creed. Um, something that is unique about this, it says it's aged for, you know, about four years or so. Um, it's It does have a, a pretty oaky flavor, so uh, the aging is nice. Um, what's, what's unique about this is it's 90% corn. Uh, so very, very sweet. Uh, the nose on it actually doesn't smell very nice at all. It's very, very alcohol forward. <clears throat> but it's 90% what they call bloody butcher corn, which I don't even know what that means. Um, 5% malted rye and 5% malted barley. Hello, cat. She has been found. They found her. Yeah, yeah Jacob found her. I'm alive. She's not. Dead. That's good. I'm I'm proud We're of so you for happy. driving home. <laughs> for those listening, she's been missing for weeks. This is a very important moment. Uh, we're glad you could be here with us to for call it. Jacob to tell him that I went the wrong way, and then my phone died, and then a, a ramp was closed. So it took me what. An hour? Um, Kevin said you left his his house at 10 till 9. So 40 minutes. What should have taken you 20? Well, the basil plant is alive. Good. Good. That was Great. my main concern. She found her way home. This, this rye whiskey is delicious. By the way. <laughs> you know, she's, uh, a, she, you know, cats usually find their way home. Um, that's, that's usually something that happens. Ask her to bring you the bottle of the bourbon cream. I have not done, uh... <laughs> I gotta, I gotta know what it looks like. <laughs> he just ran away. Uh, Kevin, what are you drinking while he goes and gets it? <laughs> um, I'm drinking number twenty-two. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's in oh, August. Uh, no, I'm just. I'm, uh, I'm to- I can I'm find totally it. Kidding. I'm gonna <laughs> totally find kidding. it. I'm totally kidding. I, I'm. T- mm. That's not what I'm drinking. I don't even know where that is. I am. Uh, I'm having new riff. Um, New Riff, the Northern Kentucky Bourbon Distillery, thanks Jacob, it's came the out same with. Um, in no way is that more oblong. It just has a shorter neck. Bottle. It's exactly <laughs> symmetrical. Okay, all right. Just for those listening, he lied earlier. It was a, it was a Jacob um, fun fact earlier. New Riff, it was it was. New Riff, uh, Northern Kentucky Distillery, uh, recently released a, a special release of their bourbon bottled and bond. Um, in two different versions where the, they used um, heirloom corns, uh, which I didn't know existed. And this one was the uh, yellow leaming corn, um, which was a different type of corn than the typical one that, that you would make regular standard bourbon with. Yellow leaming corn dates back to 1824. It was the um, a derivative of the original Native American corn. Um and it is commonly referred to as the greatest corn in American agricultural history. And so they wanted to make a bourbon using this corn, which come, the shucks are about uh, nine inches long. And, um, and, and I don't know, learned, 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 looked up a little bit of stuff about it. Um, nine it inches, tastes like, nine inches is a pretty good It doesn't good taste shuck. different than any other bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I would describe this bourbon as fine. It's 100 proof, obviously, being bottled in bond, and um, it's non-chill filtration, which means it's slightly skunked. Uh, but other than those two fun facts about it, it tastes like the most standard whiskey I've ever had. Um, it's good, not great. I spent like $450 on it. I wouldn't buy it again, but that's fine because it's a limited release, and I really have never just, been excited about it. Just to clarify, you said $50, not $450? Um, 
Okay. He said four fifty dollars. No, this isn't. This isn't like t-shirt. I was like, what? No, I spent four. <laughs> for no, new no, rip? no. I spent I spent four hundred fifty dollars on t-shirts. That bottle's too gone for a four hundred and fifty dollar um, bottle of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It's fine. This this whiskey's fine. All new Rift products are fine. None of them are great. Some of them are good. Some of them are fine. Um, at least it's their whiskey now, and that's good. You've learned, but, they, we've um, talked a lot about corn anyway. on this episode. This is did you did you call Keith earlier? Our friend from Indiana. Are you part Indianan? <laughs> I like how you describe it as our friend from Indiana. We associate with <laughs> one who. Yeah, our our token Indianan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our token Indi- our token Hoosier. Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll ask him when we all go to Indiana on purpose in October. Yeah, Hope to Camp. Watch uh, for, um, we're also for, going there for, on purpose next weekend. Yeah, in like for stepbrother of the pod, Daniel Seaslack's bachelor party next weekend. Uh, he said, I want to go to Michigan and and go to the lake. And so Hope Camp uh, booked uh, or had me book a, a VRBO, which Kevin has never heard of, apparently. We'll get yeah, to that Verbo. in a second. But it's 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 in Michigan City, Indiana, um, and <laughs> also Indiana. Kevin Kevin was like, "Where is this this uh, Airbnb link?" I was like, "Oh, it's on VRBO," and he was like, "What the hell is that?" He had never even heard of that website. That's wild, which is hilarious. Yeah. Well, we're gonna bring up work stories that are embarrassing yeah, on it. the podcast, Flynn. Okay. This, this morning, I pulled into work and Flynn was parked okay. in a handicap spot. Okay. On that- purpose. He probably had back surgery again and had a temporary tag. Like that seems no. That this seems is what happened. Plausible. Nope. He just he just needed he needed to plug I in his get an electric, electric car. car. And so I reminded him when I got in that um, having an electric car also, is not a handicap. He's not. Oh, so yeah, this was, this was comical. Just because I went, he has a handicap. I went up to visit on the Fourth of July. Quarantine came with me. I stayed for two more days. Uh, because Kevin was having his big party two days later and she needed to get back. So she goes back. I come back and say, by the way, since you left, two of my friends now have fully electric cars. <laughs> we were gone. Yeah, for we got them. Like, while you were in, like, we no, both we had not- different cars when you arrived in Northern Kentucky and then had. <laughs> Seaslack was like, I bought an electric car. I like, and I was like, no, man, no. I've been wanting to do that. And then I just did it the next day. So, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you actually did miss some things. <laughs> yeah, so pretty, you are terrible for the environment with you and your Prius. So I want you to know that I'm a better person than you now. Oh. I, have a, I have a more north moral compass than one Jacob Pretty. You parked in a handicap spot on purpose today. Yeah. Sounds to like plug in my eco-friendly back. car, so. Hey, what are I we see doing one tonight? One wrong and one right does not make a right. Well, we we haven't uh, we haven't done this in a while, and so we figured we'd go back to the basics, and we're gonna do a nerd debate, and then a ranking. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nerd debate. Someone want to remind me what nerd debate is? Yes. One of us presents... I was going to say, shouldn't be pretty. (laughs) (laughs) One of us presents a question. The other three debate about the answer and see who can give the best answer. Generally speaking, generally speaking, 
the I win the should go to the individual who provides Generally the best speaking. argument. However, most times with Hovecamp, it's can you read my mind? Great, thanks. It's never the case. Hmm. I mean, yeah, you can't pick a garbage answer and argue it really well. You have to do better than that. <clears throat> there was one nerd debate that I recall where none of us presented an answer that you liked and you declared yourself the winner. I don't did remember happen. that. I have no <laughs> Yep, that that happened. We all we all we all remember. What it. was I don't the know debate? The I mean, I definitely stand by I don't my know. decision. It was some. It was something about movie sequels or something. <laughs> and we were like, all of these answers suck. I was expecting I something like this or this, and then you just yeah, yeah. Jacob, you want to go first? Give me, us a topic. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll I'll go I'll go first. So. <laughs> Um, okay, so I sent uh, I sent these guys. Uh, little, yeah, you sent uh, us homework, you dick. <laughs> no, I didn't. Here's some here's some reading. In, no, uh, for ours. no, 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 no. You had, you I, gave us advanced reading I, for the what for I the sent nerd you debate. was uh, the link to or just like a, a little caption page that just says uh, Dave Filoni the uh, create yeah. We Hove Camp and I read it. Flynn yeah, is reading it now for the first time. We know what Great. you sent us. So basically, <laughs> honestly, so I'm thankful new, that it was new... just the picture because I didn't click further than that. I was like, oh, there's a picture. The I got enough. I read the headline. Yeah, that's all you need. The new Ahsoka series comes out. <clears throat> actually, actually, that and love, love, love is actually all you need. Okay. Nice Beatles uh, deep cut. Good call. Actually, not a deep cut, but that's fine. Anyways. Um, the new Ahsoka series is coming it's out. It's a shallow incision. And and as uh, as a ma- it's a shallow wow. incision. As a okay, as a massive fan of, of Star Wars and all things Star Wars, uh, obviously I've seen all. Uh, different elements of um, series and whatnot. Uh, and Hope Camp and I have actually had this discussion before of how frustrating it can be when um, some type of movie or something, they're trying to connect all these different things together and you're kind of <clears throat> pigeonholed into watching other source material in order to fully understand what is going on, which Filoni has basically come out and said, if you want to know what's going on in Ahsoka, you need to watch at least season four of the uh, Rebels. Of the children's It is not a children's cartoon. It is actually a very good show that happens to be geared towards children. I digress. Yeah, the point is, is honestly, him coming out saying this did kind of like make me kind of be like, uh, while it's Star Wars, I have no shame watching any kind of, consuming any kind of content to get the full scoop. What I want to know from you all is, in your opinion, what is, a, this Star Wars thing aside, what is an example that you could toss out where you think it's either been an unnecessary, uh, like, oh, here, you have to, you know, read all of these things to understand what's going on, or uh, you can argue the point in either direction. I just I just want to hear your, your all's thoughts on this, because I do think it is... Uh, a topic that's kind of interesting, you know, especially as we're kind of gearing more towards streaming services. You know, are we just going to be forced into like consuming content like TV shows and cartoon shows and all these extra things just to enjoy this like one movie that's coming out? So um, I know that 
Kevin's probably going to be like, that's not the question you were asking us, but that is. Yeah, it's 100% different than what I was expecting you to be like, that Dave Filoni's doing this. Is that okay? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can can argue. So I I actually, I I expected this exact question. Here's what I've been thinking about. I I, I didn't go see the new Flash movie. I don't care um, about anything DC. And I really haven't paid to go see a movie that isn't Marvel in years at this point. Um, And and I really stopped, I've pretty much stopped doing that as well. Um, But I am like many getting exhausted with the um uh the multiverse um sagas in what seems to be five or six different things that we've been watching and um i loved spider-man no way home bringing toby mcguire and andrew garfield different versions of the character into because it was just the ultimate fanfare and spider-man's my favorite character and i've seen and i'm and read basically all of it. I mean, every single. I haven't read every comic, but I've read a lot of them, and I've and I've followed so many storylines of this character who I just love so much, and so I was okay with it in that in that instance. But I've been thinking about um, what it's going to be like to watch Star Wars with my son for the first time, and do I start with Episode One? and go chronologically, or do I start with release date and go back? I really don't know. Um, That would be a much more interesting conversation to have. But what I am thinking about is, in relative to Spider-Man, if I want him to enjoy No Way Home the way that I enjoyed No Way Home, I have to go back and start him on two different previous versions of the characters, both of which, um, and the first one, uh, Sam Raimi, ended in a a Spider-Man 3 that is so disappointing and awful that it ended that whole version of the character and then Andrew Garfield which didn't Sandman even get to is, the third one Sandman's which would have been better the third it, Sam Raimi right so you can't yeah. even like stop it too because you're still missing a character from No Way Home right yeah exactly exactly and and in in uh, in Andrew Garfield's uh, they don't even do a third movie that they've teased or they haven't yet they've talked about it since and and then there's this whole other universe of the Venoms and these things, and they're starting to overlap them on purpose by having characters from uh, the, Mar- the MCU Spider-Man show up in the Venom post-credits. I'm so bothered by the, the fanfare and what it's going to do to these stories long-term. And I, I'm even a character I love more than anything, I don't really want to make Sam watch... Spider-Man 3 in the Sam Raimi universe. I think he'll be worse off for his life having seen it. I am. And most people would be. It ruins Venom. It ruins Tobey Maguire. Uh, Kirsten Dunst was bad in all of them. But I, it's really a problem for me. So that's that's my example that I was sort of prepared with, given your vague prompt, that, that the that's a version of the story that I'm just going to... He's not going to get to experience it the way I did. And that that's sucks good. for him. That's good. That... That's a good answer. And if no one has another one, I'll give you another second. Because no, honestly, I, I, okay, great, then go. I don't, uh, Flynn. I did just now think of a second one. So if you would like, if you have only one or something, you can go. 
Um, no, I'm I'm thinking through a few things because I mean, someone I'm, can I'm kinda, argue the Star Wars one. I I I don't. I, I just want to hear which one do you think is the. Shh. I don't even know what we're trying to argue. I think this is more of an in-depth analysis of a useless topic. Yeah, we are. Topic it's hundred percent. We, we just let Kevin go um, for like an hour and <laughs> yeah. didn't even do the thirty-second thing that he usually does. And pretty uh, prompt took five minutes. You know, he was too busy thinking thing. of his I, response. I'm not debating because I'm torn on on the merits versus uh, the 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 withdrawals because, like, the Marvel characters have gone through a lot of character progression that we don't see in other movies, right? Um, every every main character in the MCU has gone through a huge character arc that what that isn't possible in one movie. And you have to get that context across things. Now that they introduced shows, uh, I think they went hot and heavy at first with the shows, um, but picked and choose their 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 spots where they were going to say okay you have to have watched this to to understand this i don't love it because i don't mm. think it's fair that you that you make people uh consume content um i think that the reason that barbie and and maybe even to a lesser extent oppenheimer were were as popular as they were is because they're one-offs right it's not part of uh, barbie a huge is not going to be a one-off Barbie I really hope it's a one-off. I really hope it's a one-off. It might be um, the only Barbie, but there's already a Hot Wheels movie. It is part of the well, Mattel but but they're not going to connect. You're not going to have to have watched Barbie, and they're not going to have crossovers. I mean, yeah, just, oh god, I really hope not. If they, if <laughs> they really do that, that's not happening. <laughs> oh man, if they do that, it's going to ruin it. it to me, it made I understand a billion that. dollars. It I made understand, a billion but, but dollars. I think that people are craving make for for original <laughs> content that isn't just part of the same universe. And so Marvel, I th- that's that's what I'm getting tired of. I haven't I haven't watched any of Secret Invasion. Um, and and the show is completely out. Uh, I gross. have no interest in watching it. I'm going to do it eventually. I'm just now finishing Rings of Power. Um, that's how far I am behind. It's it's hard to keep up with content, especially in this streaming age that you have to keep up with all of it and and it's 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 one of those things where they're they're tro- it's 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 a uh, really icky way of getting people to watch your stuff is saying, well, you have to watch it if you're going to watch other stuff. Um, so I'm kind of torn because I like the character progressions in, in, in some stuff and I like the arcs uh, and I think it adds depth to characters, but at the same time, I don't, I don't love the business model. I don't love um, anything about it. So. Uh, the problem with all of this, and I, probably what you're getting at too, is like, hey, when is enough enough? And we can, we do, when do we stop dipping into IP that we've already come to know and love? So like, stop giving us more Star Wars. We have already loved that, and we would like to just hold it and be done with it, you know. And when do you stop? Because we do keep doing it. I think they stop with Indiana, Indiana Jones now. Well, because Harrison Ford's gonna like die. <laughs> well, the last movie bombs, and yeah, they're not coming too. back from it. So. so, like, eventually that eventually that has to happen, and in order for it to have to to do that, so I that's that's my biggest problem is we got We got to stop with going to the tried and true. But I do think there is a mm-hmm. the thing that made me the most mad was when Darth Maul appeared at the end of Solo, um, <laughs> because uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had at that point in time not seen. The children's shows and you straight i thought up te- and still you, you do texted things. me immediately <laughs> i it because it made no sense to me 
Like it literally doesn't make sense if you don't if you've never seen no, those shows. The Darth all. Maul was alive. You're like, I'm sorry, you got sawed in half by a lightsaber, and I didn't think that was possible. And even after, I still don't agree with that, by the way. But that made me so mad. I did eventually go back and watch the shows, and I think there's a lot to appreciate and love in some of those character arcs. And Ahsoka's amazing, and I loved her. But you shouldn't have to have seen that. That was way a bridge too far. So you got to draw a line somewhere. Like movies can be movies, and shows can be shows. And like when the MCU started, animated Marvel shows were everywhere and they were a thing and you watched them and they were still on network tv and they they didn't have anything to do with the mcu and it was just fine to have both of those things coexisting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i don't see why we can't still do things like that let the shows be shows because it's a different medium you're telling a story in a totally different way and you don't have to tie it in because people don't have time people do not have time for this so draw a line in the sand between movies and shows is is where i'd say to do it but also and we are of, doing that with into the spider-verse which yeah. is working yeah. i say just kind of but i think kind i saw 90 percent of that movie two quick comments one hovcam's comments make me so grateful in hindsight that they didn't do a um uh a sequel to the dark mm-hmm. knight rises with robin and yeah. and that character because it's perfect so I'm so glad they didn't mess with it because it would have taken something perfect and expanded it in a way that it would turn into Indiana Jones cinematic Nolan. universe. Like he would have lost Christopher Nolan, and then it would have just blown up. Yeah. Anyway, pretty. I don't yeah. think we need to belabor this because we have three more debates. Yeah, so that, I'll just let you adjudicate this. And also, yep, yep, we're all kind of on the same page. So yep. yeah, I mean, I uh, social. Going to be honest, <laughs> social. Uh, thank you, but uh, I do have Social. to give Kevin the, the props for bringing up Spider-Man because that didn't really – no, that didn't cross my mind until when Kat, when we were going to go uh, watch No Way Home, uh, she was caught up on the MCU stuff, but she was like, oh, I've never seen the other Spider-Mans. And we had to literally like go through drink and watch all five of those drink. Spider-Man movies just so she could have that kind of payoff when No Way Home hits. The other, the other one that bothered me the most was yeah. uh, Wanda's descent into villainy, um, because yeah. if you don't subscribe to Disney Plus, that definitely makes no sense, and they also didn't still do enough to do that. But yep, yes, um, that would have been a good. Who's up next? The the other thing we Sam's Sam's been making us watch um, the the Super Mario movie because it came out on Peacock and we have that for some reason, and. Um, I love it. It's awesome. I and love it's it. filled with fanfare for people who played Super Mario games. And it doesn't matter to me that Sam and Kristen got none of it. It doesn't matter they didn't get a single joke. I watched it, it by myself. Awesome. So in the other Declan case, hasn't watched like a, it yet. I watched it by myself. Because I wanted to watch it. It's good. It it got Sam it got Sam out of a cycle of watching Incredibles and Frozen only for weeks at a time. Now he only wants to watch the Mario movie and I'm totally fine with it because Jack Black is hysterical in it and Chris Pratt being awful doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As Luigi. Yeah. Great. He's great. Excellent. Is that the is that the next nerd debate topic? Charlie Jacob, did anyone win that? Yeah, Kevin won. Kevin won. Oh my god! I did. He he named me winner, and so I'm gonna take us to an actual debate. And this is like so simple. It's very is the exact opposite of pretties. So it's August, and students are going back to school. And um, I'm curious of when you think about going back to school, elementary school, um, really just elementary school. Let's not talking high school and and college. Elementary school when it was time to go back to school shopping. 
What was the thing that you were most excited to get from a school supply standpoint? What was the pivotal school supply to go and and track? What was the what was the best thing? Someone asked me this question recently. Our actually Chrissy, our friend Chrissy asked me this recently because she was arguing with Joe who's been on the podcast probably more than pretty at this point. And um and uh she liked my answer, but I'm curious what you guys have to say because I gave her like six answers. There were so many things I was really excited about when I was 10 to go back to school with. The what is the thing? is those go. really awesome gel point pens that you uh, that had like the really mm. fine ability mm. to write and they would inevitably run out of ink by the end of the year. Nah. Oh, they wouldn't run out of ink by the end of the year. They would have plenty of ink in them, but they would dry up in about a week and you would never yeah. be able to use them. Uh, yeah. I do agree. Gel pens had their fun phase. They were a prime cap to 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 chew, though. The the gel pen caps were Correct. very for me. Chewable. The answer is folders, actually, um, because oh, you're you... that guy. No, <clears throat> I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that's like this folder has all of the baseball teams on it, and so the folder was like the most used yep. way to represent personality in school for me. So like, if my everyday folder was in fact the the cool whatever sports design the NFL teams the baseball teams um, that was way and for women it was for the girls it was Lisa Frank um, you know it was golden retrievers and sandcastles um, so there was it was the bigger medium to have awesome designs and express personality in a way that uh, was awesome yeah. did you folder did you have a different folder dope, for every class thing. not it not I feel like I was you 10. had to by the time I was in high school yeah no but at Saint X. At Saint X, they encouraged. Yeah, yeah at Saint X, I color coded and did everything. But by then, they had they had the. But. But by then, they had the three subject well, notebooks sure. that had their own folders inside but when you're, of them. But Kevin's those, those, question those specified those. being about ten years old, going back to like first, second, third grade. So when you're yep, doing that, yep. you just get a folder and you just put yep. everything in it, and it is the largest way to have a cool picture that represents you on there. It's your take. Yep. It's your take home folder. My, I got so jacked every year, to get, a different pencil pen holder zipper thing you know that keeps all your pencils and pens and and markers and and glue sticks you did a zipper thing oh i did the the zipper thing i did the box a couple of times but the zipper thing because you could get it customized with like spider-man on it or or whatever batman uh but you could also put stickers on it and stuff and so every year i got super jacked i was like which one am i gonna pick out you know the zipper or i I did the box a couple times but i'm a pretty clumsy person so when you drop it it breaks so i I started getting the zipper and, and and that worked out better for me as a person um, but that was what I was most excited about. Decorated many a box with oh, whiteout yeah. and markers. The 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 the, the box oh the decoration of the boxes is is history fantastic. Classic. It's it's doodling. Uh, it's it's to get you out of boredom. Uh, it's trading stickers with people. I mean, yep. it's 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 a social aspect of of being a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, these were these were excellent answers. Um, at least two of them, and I think um, I like how pretty. So the pretty just the jumped in. Put pretty's into like mine. mine. <laughs> put, pretty, put pretty's argument into my yeah. argument, just answer, like you know the the symbolism there. I already forgot what he said. <laughs> he said answer, pins. <laughs> one of the things I get gel pens. Gel pens. <laughs> uh, the one that I gave Chrissy was the trapper keeper, like. Uh, the trapper keeper was such a big deal where I went to school. It was the thing you put folders in 
And I feel like that's part of Hoofcamp's argument. The, like, if you guys. have multiple folders for all of your classes, and th that's what you care about, you keep them all together in a trap. You chose like, trap. I, feel, I, I was, was cool picturing folder. that was as basically. part of Hoofcamp's argument. That probably just gave him the win. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of am too. I, I, you, you did. Um, he already was going to get it, um, but you were the close second there, Flynn. Um, I will give. Um, a point of inspiration to the uh, to the box slash zipper thing. If you had, if you had not given any love to the box, I would have had some problems with your argument in its totality. Um, and pretty gel pens, you know, that was like a year. That maybe was only a year, um, and then it was a, a one and done thing. And then you realize that the big classic stick is the the pivotal pen well, for your experience, and you don't need to go with all school. that. Kevin uses a gel pen every day at work, so. Those are different. G two, the blue Ooh, pen G2 that you pins? sign sign gift letters not, with. That's, that's not a, what we're that's talking. That's a gel about. pen. That is not a. It is not a gel yes. pen. Is a brand. Flynn, I use that. No, it's I a use type that, of pen. Well, no, use, it, that, yes, the pen Flynn, you're talking you're right. about. That I is a like gel daily. pen. That's my go-to favorite type of pen. But gel. Not pen what we're talking. I don't about even know if I know it. It's yeah. You probably don't know. I don't know if they had them in Maysville. Google it, Flynn. Google gel pens and gel pens will come up. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about the the advanced yeah. roller technology that is the pen that I use to sign stuff every day that commands respect and feels good in your hand. He's talking oh, about the, the rainbow. specific the gel rainbow pens. pens. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Glitter pens. No, yeah. So not, not great. Yeah. So Hubcamp so, gets the win. Uh, Hubcamp, you're uh, up, sir. Since I'm up, I sent you guys a topic of uh, what did it say? Unnecessarily gut-wrenching uh, emotional scenes of children's movies. Yeah. Uh, so my topic is, what yep. is the most unnecessarily gut-wrenching emotional scene in a children's movie? Um, and I feel like you guys could have. <laughs> I'm going to jump on this And I one. do think that... Yeah, I'm going to jump on this one really portion, quick. Because I have, I have the... I have, unnecessary does, we does know what come you into play a little bit. We know what you mean. Yeah, it does. And that's why I have the wrong answer, but it's the one I have to talk about. So it is a, it's a pivotal plot point in the movie in question. So it is necessary. You can overdo necessary um, to make it for the plot. So this is, I know, but this is a bad answer because it is Can't so wait. necessary to the plot. But the thing, but because I've been watching it so often recently with Sam, it, it, it causes me severe trauma um, to watch. Ralph destroy Vanellope's racer in front of her while she's hanging and, and can't keep him from doing that. He's doing it because he's trying to protect her, but instead of talking about that with her, he just has to wreck her racer in front of her eyes, and you watch his and her hearts both break in this moment, and I am just, pardon the pun, I am wrecked watching this moment of the movie and it is so incredibly traumatizing to watch this take place i i see these other ones that are some obvious choices and i'm like these are all great examples of he didn't really need to go into this much backstory just to kill this person to create this trauma but in this moment i feel so much so many emotions for ralph and vanellope because he's just killing this dream of hers in front of her eyes, and she doesn't understand he's doing it to keep her alive. It's just so beautiful and touching, and it is central to the plot, but 
is a huge issue to, for me when I watch that film. And I've watched it so many times in the last uh, couple weeks. With before Sam. you He's chose obsessed. Wreck-It Ralph, I, you had mentioned Incredibles and Frozen, and I thought it was going to be when Mr. Incredible says, I'm not strong enough to, like, lose you. And I was like, oh, okay, so he's got a family and all that. And, nope, you went with you went with the uh, John C. Riley destroys a go-kart. So, all right. It's classic. It's classic. Uh, I'll jump in here. I'll jump in. Um, my gut, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Kevin Reynolds here and say my gut was telling me to go with Lion King and Mufasa's death sequence. But I feel like that's uh, that's – Incredibly yeah, nice. Uh, they also really of tortured some five-year-olds with that. So you could right. argue they went too far. So the, the oh, answer, that I'm, super far. The answer yeah. that I'm going to give, though, <laughs> there's, that, there's that, some... that really, I think, punches home rather hard is uh, Bing Bong's death in Inside Out. Mm. Mm. That was the other one I thought of, uh, for you sure. Didn't, you didn't have Gosh. to do that. You didn't have to do that, but just kind of tapping into every adult who's watching that, who ever had any sort of, like, make-believe friend and watching Bing Bong fade into nothing and you just, like, not even death, like, disappeared into non-existence and as forgotten forever. Forgotten forever. Um, that, that was a... Uh, a very gut-wrenching moment and especially when joy turns around it also doesn't make any sense yeah, it's unnecessary the to the plot you you didn't need to watch bing bong disappear forever no no it, it is it is necessary to the plot it is it How doesn't so? make sense in the plot because he was in her dream that night what no at once they use bing bong to try to wake her up minutes in the movie before he has to sacrifice himself to let Joy survive. So if he's in her dream the night that she's asleep in question where they're trying to wake her up, he's in her dream. Panic watches and goes, Bing Bong? Why is Bing Bong there? It means that Riley is dreaming about Bing Bong that night. And then minutes later in the movie, he's forgotten because she doesn't remember him because of where they are in the memory. No, it doesn't no, no, make sense no. from a plot point in the film. It's, Kevin, it's a pro- Kevin, what, it's why no, I didn't what go What happens it. there is then it... When, <laughs> That's why I didn't go When he it. disappears Just a convoluted, very convoluted argument. Yeah, when he disappears into nothingness, it's implying that that her memory in the dream like that instance that she sees bing bong that's the last instance that she would ever then see okay no it's not well no, it's not. as as the judge that's not, that, as that's the judge not the central i will plot. decide if it's valid or not but flynn you still have an argument to make you know that's fine but it's that's that's wrong that's usually usually arguments strong arguments start with nuh-uh so uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that, that Kevin went with that route. Um, to me, you know, some of the stuff is necessary. You know, it's backstory. It's, 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 it's logical. It's, you know, it, was it gratuitous at times, like in uh, Up? Yeah, but a sad moment was needed. It just didn't need to be that sad. Um, so... I think it's Littlefoot's mom dying in Land Before Time 1, <laughs> and then they go 16 more Land Before Times, and I'm, then I'm the grand... positive it's more than that. Yeah. The grandparents <laughs> are just 
his parents at that point. They act nothing different than parents. Like, it's just, he calls them grandma and grandpa. That's it. That's the only reason. And so they just killed the mom off. They don't talk about trauma in the other movies. They just kill this mom off, have a very, very sad moment. I haven't let Declan watch Land Before Time 1 because I don't want him to see the mom die and then just be like, well, we're okay now, uh, and never bring it up again. You haven't let him watch the best yes, Land Before Yes, I've watched time. all the other Land Before Times, and I was like, ah, oh, it just starts at two. All, all so, of the other ones. Well, not all of them. I have access to all of the other ones, but we haven't watched it's all not. of them. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. And so, so like, they, were, feel like one of they them, were making them could, could when, when Kevin was 47. addresses the trauma. I think the last one came out in, like, 2008, which is ridiculous. Like, Hope Camp, you were in college when Land Before Time, the last one came you, out. It was ridiculous. There is, you, the amount of Land Before Times that there are and the amount that I know you probably haven't seen because of the quantity, they could absolutely spend an entire movie addressing Littlefoot's trauma. But they probably don't. I don't know What I've seen, I've seen probably... I'll, I'll estimate 25% of the content that Land Before the Land Before Time cinematic universe has put out. And so, big swing. So big swing. If they if they don't talk about it then maybe not. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Declan and I have watched yes, all but all the, the first all one. All but the first one. Um, it's not necessary for the mom to die. It is all but gratuitous. It is it is just just it it's not needed and it's very very sad. Uh, so I was uh, a little bit on board with okay. Flynn's until he said that uh, he had seen them all and then backtracked that to, to maybe seen a quarter okay. of them. Okay. <laughs> um, Calm down. So, so I, it's a good it's answer. It's a really good, good answer. Really good answer. And I just have and so many answers suck. with Flynn right now about, about Whatever. how he came to that problem. Why so <laughs> people don't let me give talk. Him the win. <laughs> you could have made it. You were in the process of making a good argument and then you undermined yourself so much. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have four days. I'm, I'm teaching a class this semester, and I have four days uh, set aside to talk about persuasion and how to be a better persuader. And so, do you want to come do that gonna, or something? I was going to say you're going to bring in a guest speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've been invited back to blow the minds of you. Have you've been invited back? Well, you you did not blow my mind with the Wreck It Ralph Vanellope uh, argument. I do appreciate <laughs> right? it. It was uh, it was Bing Bong something I had not thought of, uh, and yep. I do yeah. think like what if he just sacrificed himself and didn't get forgotten forever, and how much different would the movie be to the six six year old watching it? Uh, not very, Nothing. except I wouldn't have to have to deal with a bunch of trauma that I may or may not have had I that I didn't even know about. I don't yeah. know. Um, right, yeah. So yeah, I, I think that was. Or he gets a job in long-term memory and takes over some work on her dreams in, in that, like, there are so many things they could have done differently, especially because it's, it's, it's impossible that she forgot him the same day that he was in her dream. Kevin's very torn on the semantics of this. Uh, Flynn, Flynn, you have... <laughs> I'm not, so I'm pretty, not torn, pretty I'm right. win, And Flynn, you're the last one. Okay, so I the, don't know if I'm the, ever gonna uh, pretty a win in these, by the way. No, right, that that's was a, weird. that's first. But that was a, that was pretty, truly phenomenal answer. Well done. Thank you, thank you. Do so that I, in this in this nerd debate situation, I am ready to eat a meal. I am hungry. I am I am ready to eat a meal. Each of you is presenting me with a meal. I get to choose one. It is fictional meals, fictional food. 
present me with a fictional food uh, featured in 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 shows, movies, whatever, books, and have me eat it. Sell it to me. I will go last. I'll go first because I didn't give this much thought and I can't get past lemon bread. So I will give you one bite of lemon bread and you will have so much more time to do everything else because you don't have to worry about eating. So I just saved you a bunch of time. You are full. You are satisfied. Great. Uh, and you can move on with your life now. And you won't be like over full or overeat. You don't have to worry great about anything. Answer. You're not thinking about how Flynn appreciates food. <laughs> but it's a great uh, answer. So that is my fictional food that you should eat. I will. Uh, I will go second. Also then. acceptable, casting Goodberry for yourself uh, from D and D. It's cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cantrip that gives you ten HP. Unlimited. <laughs> gives you. I guess HP. you can't get ten. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I am actually going to select the perfected version of Willy Wonka's Everlasting Gobstopper, mm. which when's on my list. Consuming it uh, remains in your mouth and takes you through a full seven-course meal or just simply a dessert, whatever it is that you are wanting at that time. Takes you through the entire flavor palette. I don't think that's a gobstopper. That is what the Wasn't that a different gobstopper thing? is. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, he's in the, right. In the but... movie, in the movie, they only he's, show like the right, kind of but... truncated. The, sorry, the first yeah, movie. in the original movie, they show the truncated version where when she hits dessert, it's like faulty and she turns into a blueberry. Oh, speaking of speaking of Willy Wonka, though, meal, not good seven. friend of yes. the pod, Timothy Chalamet, is about to be Willy Wonka, and I still <laughs> don't get it. Like he was, I saw a preview for it, and I was like, him? <laughs> this guy? <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I, I still yeah. don't. He's just—he's a mystery yeah. to me. And is that on be... his IMDb? <laughs> Good friend of the Bourbon and Brothers podcast is on his IMDb page. Yeah, <laughs> it's on his Wikipedia page. Trust me, it is. I put it there. No oh, one checks geez. it. Who is he? What's he in? No one knows. <laughs> no it's one knows what he looks like. Name. I still don't he's know. Just a famous I still name. I, I've st- I still couldn't pick him out of a lineup. The guy from Dune. Well, he looks Willy sort Wonka. of like a, a, someone who was a young Johnny, young Johnny Depp slash young Gene, Gene Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, he is kind of like a weird uh, so, so amalgam. Interesting, Kevin. So I, I'm going to go with a reference that I think only Pretty will get, but I will explain it in a way that is oh, good, will show why we it's the right answer. Diatribing about things that no one knows, but Kevin because he's a doctor. Flynn, um, Flynn, imagine having the opportunity to consume a food and every single ailment in your entire body goes away. You become instantly back to perfection. You're, you're, you're back to every single thing. There's no back problems. There's no sniffles that keep you out of the podcast sometimes. <laughs> There's no anything. You just you feel exactly perfect in every single way every time you eat this one thing, and it's not very big. Um, I'm talking about the Zenzu bean oh. from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> the Zenzu bean is is a, a, a fictional bean that when you eat it, it's as if like when you play like you play Pokemon. I'll use an example. You play Pokemon. It's as if you take a, a, a ultimate oh, potion. And your Pokemon, no matter how on the brink of death they are, go back to 100. They are full restored, no ailments, no issues. They are ready to go. 
and it's one bean. And and the people in Dragon Ball Z can carry around six or seven of them at a time. And so when they're in these battles with these difficult whatevers, um, you can push yourself and push yourself and push yourself. And it doesn't matter. You take one and you're back to 100%. It is the ultimate, like, get a free life do-over bean. And they don't... They, they are this big. They take a second to eat. And you can carry them on your person. And you'd be better... Yeah, green mushroom. Indefinitely. You know, from Mario. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. that's an extra, extra life. life. You this get is it's different, a, but yes, it's similar. Sim- Honestly. So I'm not sure Kevin answered yeah, my yeah. question that I posed. I, Kevin. Um, I want to eat a meal. It's a fictional food. I don't know that anyone. I think we all sure. gave you some pretty Flint. shit answers for what you were hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. One of you could have said Krabby Patty, I feel like. That's why I kind of flipped out when I heard. Did anyone give you anything bigger than a cracker? (laughs) No. You all gave me one bite of something that does other shit. (laughs) It's not about what you want. This is about what you need. We're saying, here you go, Flynn. I'm going to pull a hope camp and say, I win. I win this argument because you all suck. (laughs) I I was, as I was thinking, as I went first. If I told you you could have a meal that got rid of all your ability, all your back fact issues. I like my back facts. You would choose that meal. As as I realized that I had thrown this in and made a bad decision and was fine with it and then think I should have won based on the other two. Um, I, yeah, you being the winner is fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> I know more about food. All I, right. I thought you were going with uh, Julieta's Empanadas from uh, Encanto for a second. Yeah, because you would definitely be the only That's, one that's the empanada is not The empanada is not a fictional food, and the fact that Julieta made it is what makes it fictional in the film, but that doesn't qualify. Zenzu beans are a fictional food. Let's yeah. rank shit. They're also all I prepared because <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be what's an awesome fictional it food. It basically was. <laughs> <laughs> we botched no. it so bad. No, okay. I don't even we're feel just, bad though. We're just going to move on. No, I want a meal. That's a whole different thing. A meal's a different thing. This podcast is rank. All right, Hope Camp, what are we ranking? We're ranking, uh, so Kevin sent out a list of a bunch of shit, and uh, (laughs) one of the things that somehow we agreed that we should rank was swords, Uh, except that we decided that swords might get too technical, and so we uh, enriched it to melee weapons, and uh, then as we ranked it, it's probably still going to be mostly swords. So (laughs) get ready for that. But uh, you can include hammers and other weapons of non-ranged varieties. Strength-based uh, In case you're wondering, weapons. this this is uh, a, what, penguins not eggs situation? Uh, penguins so. not eggs situation, yes. We're talking about swords and weapons of lore, not swords and weapons of type. So does it have a name and place or in fiction or real capacity? life history? Yeah. Uh, they, they get it. Uh, just it's been a yeah, while, so everyone gets a veto. Like um, everyone hammers. gets a challenge, and uh, pretty still has some scissors, which are melee weapons. Stop scissoring! Oh shit! I got to come up with an order for this. Um, 
Most likely oh, to wield a black sword. I was gonna no, I was gonna say most capable of wielding a great sword. Oh, which I'm gonna go with. I took stage combat. Uh, I, I'll put myself second just out of principle, um, because it's rude to put yourself first. Then I will go pretty Kevin, and Flynn's back would fall apart if he tried to wield one of those things. I am much stronger than both so of those. Pretty That's first. not what I said. Pretty can wield a great sword better because he doesn't have the ailments. Kevin is 90, but he's a young 90. You are young. I've also owned them. <laughs> young, but you if you try to do this with a great sword, your back is going to go, oh, and then you're going to drop a great sword on yourself. And that's See, I disagree. I disagree. I, get, a, get a great sword and bring it to Seaslack's bachelor party because I would like to wield it. There may be a great sword on this list, and I don't think you could wield it. I'm texting Seaslack right first. now. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Seaslack's uh, is not a great one. sword. No, it's that is true. Seaslack's sword is not a great sword. Great swords are great swords are huge. They are very large. Also, he's riding with me. I don't really want him to take a sword in my car. <laughs> <laughs> in your electric vehicle. Yes, my my uh, very electric, better than pretty vehicle. Pretty. What do you uh, choose as great. first overall yeah, melee weapon yep. of all time? First overall weapon, melee weapon of all time. Uh, this is no shocker. It is on, It's probably also going to be the only nondescript weapon on here, and I am choosing the lightsaber. So I had, like, a specific lightsaber on my list. So here's here's my take on lightsabers. Uh, I think the darksaber in particular is unique, but I think every other lightsaber, like the, the well, physical the dark saber difference is not between... A lightsaber point of order it is but um it's not shut, shut point up. of order it went to the mandalorian jedi and is a lightsaber he's saying it can't be a lightsaber because it is the dark saber um, that's what he's dark. saying so yes like lightsabers are tied to the jedi that wields them but luke's lightsaber is not more significant or better or more powerful the than skywalker the lightsaber. lightsaber is the most iconic so, the anakin skywalker blue lightsaber. that's what you i can, had I on my can, list so you can pick one but Correct. i think just to call it a lightsaber is better because it's represent the just, skywalker is representative of all lightsabers. the skywalker lightsaber right. so, eggs not eggs one. not penguins yes, got it there we go. eggs not eggs not penguins but lightsabers are penguins <laughs> and to me <laughs> All right, so then I'm saying the Skywalker lightsaber. Can that That's be the title of the episode? <laughs> lightsabers are penguins to me. Lightsabers are penguins. Yeah, I think it's gonna. Uh, if you get that joke, you're one of four people in this world. And here's the and here's the thing. And here's the thing. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense to our listeners. So you. So wait a minute. True. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. We we're basically forcing people to have listened to our previous podcast to get a joke in this one, which was our first nerd debate topic. No, two, 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 full, two, two different podcasts. You have to listen to the breakfast ranking and the bird ranking, yep. and then you can understand Great. the jokes. Right? Great. We're doing exactly what we loathe. <laughs> Um, point point of order, um, ice from A Song of Ice and Fire, the great sword, is six feet long, and uh, that feels like a lot of. How many pounds? And back. you think Kevin can wield it better than me? I just don't I didn't say. I, I, I don't think you guys will both be pretty bad, but I think Kevin can uh, not have. I, you think Jacob can wield it better than me? Yeah, dude, I took yes, stage I combat, that. man. Yeah. 
Obviously. I we worked up together, and I've killed you. <laughs> I missed the first half of that <laughs> sentence I just heard, and I've killed you. Okay. Yeah. Sky, yep. Skywalker Saber, is that that uh, that number one? Great, thanks. All right. Nah, you guys are letting lightsabers be the best. You're letting it be the best. Melee weapon of all time. I'm down for it. You have all the cards. No, I'm not using my stuff. I'm down for it. Don't do this. No, I'm I'm sitting on this. This is wrong, and I'm sitting. All right, fine. I'll veto it then. Don't do that. There you go. I it's it's not. I actually think it's a pretty good choice. I have it. I have lightsaber on the list. Not on principle. There is a clear 101 here. Uh, I know what you think it is, and, and you are free to That is actually number six uh, on my this. list, Kevin. You're, wait, okay. Number one, <laughs> and this is, you know, you guys can decide how you want to do it, but Andoreal is number one <laughs> on my list. That's fine. That's Which fine. is the sword that I'm was fine. remade. I knew you were going to say it. Oh, yeah, because it's the best... Uh, melee weapon. It it's is not better than lightsaber. Technically, though. technically different than Narsil, but it is the same material. So they just kind of renamed the same sword. It's ended so but, many wars. Um, it's to have ultimately defeated Sauron and Daryl the sword that uh, twice. Again, if they were counting Andoril and Narsil is the same. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, this it's is the same. Then sword. this is yes twice. I mean, you can't defeat pure evil twice and not not be the best sword. Or melee weapon. Hmm. Lightsaber did that. I don't agree that it's the best sword. You know what I have as the best sword, but I'm fine with it. All right, Kevin, you're up, I guess. Because it's this uni- it's it's this universe's version of the best sword. Anduil is going to be number one. Okay. So I think I, so. So the second overall, you doing something? No, because you, no. Be- yes or no? Great, you said no. The second best sword of all time is Excalibur. Oh, period. I was. I put Excalibur Across on my list all out universes. of pity. It's number I don't six think me. it's... Well, that's stupid because you probably haven't read or watched anything that involves Excalibur because you're a mindless twat, Flynn. But the people who have read all the things about Excalibur and understand that this is the weapon given to the King of Kings. This is, this is it. This is the thing that says, are you worthy? This is Mjolnir runs because Excalibur walked. You have to be worthy enough to wield it in order to use its power. It existed before it. Excalibur is the best melee weapon of all time, I think. It it I'm fine putting it behind Andrew, but I but it does not need to be lower on this list. It's the right answer here. I had it at three, but number two was more of a personal thing and not an actual I would lose the argument. So, Honestly, yeah, totally it should have been lightsaber at Excalibur, and then Anduil. But whatever, you guys suck. Sure, but the difference is, is you're saying lightsaber penguins, and I'm saying it doesn't carry the same name. There's no lightsaber that carries the same name that yeah. Excalibur claims. And even if sword you call it Luke's swords. lightsaber, then you're like, well, how is that on. different than Ahsoka's? Which is why it's not. Luke it's had just several a, lightsabers. It's just a lightsaber, Which is lightsaber, why I brought up this question before we even got going of like, oh, are we doing like proper named named weapons or not? Which And we gave you the answer. And the answer was and lightsaber yes. lightsaber is the exception, but it does cheapen it. Whatever. 
Because we could do our own ranking of lightsabers, the same way we could do our own ranking of types of penguin. There are lightsabers that are more important and better than other we'll lightsabers, we'll just in the same... Just in the same vein that there are that, that lightsabers are lightsabers are lightsabers. Like both are true, and so in this case, what we're saying is let's let's level set. Lightsabers can go on this list one time, and other swords of lore are uh, or other melee weapons are are other melee weapons of lore. Continue, Flynn. I'm out for blood now. Unless unless you would like to do something, but also Andrew Will and Excalibur are both in my top five. That's fine. So, as always, I didn't make a one through whatever list. Um, yeah, well, I have, a, I have, I have, an, I have a, a Word document of all my stuff, We've and I, I decide how I'm going to do it based on how chaotic I feel. I feel like it's already pretty chaotic, um, and I want yeah, only something. one card's been played. And two I want things really, I really want crazy. one thing um, on this list. For real. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, this is a funny thing. It's the Sword of Gryffindor. Um, it comes to you oh, in need. On. Okay, so we're cool. <laughs> um, it, it, it is, it takes on, um, what is it, what does it do? It takes on, like, uh, the, the, the poison. Only that or which the, makes the, it stronger. Exactly. So, so it, 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 yeah, it's Goblin Made, so it, yes. Uh, you, you want you me said to take over eloquently here? than I. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, it's sort of Gryffindor is on there. On that which makes it stronger. It's killed the basilisk. Yeah. It comes to uh, yeah, only which makes it have basilisk of bravery. It's killed another yeah. Horcrux and a snake in Nagini, um, and another Horcrux. It's killed three three sevenths of Voldemort. Uh, it's an amazing sword, and it's uh, it's an elite option for this list. Thank you. Yes, I, wow. that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, I, really, I appreciate that. True, true Gryffindors. <laughs> great job, Hofkamp Flynn. <laughs> or f- great job, Flovkamp. I, um, I, I had it at five. I'm fine with it at three. Yeah, that's great. Pretty, what's up? All right. Um, Are you ready to try again? No. No, because there's other swords. It there. has to. Pretty, you okay. have to put it up. Pretty. Oh. Pretty. Pretty said, have I have to put this gun, but I'm going to throw it away pretty. now. Pretty being pretty. Let's do it. Pretty, you have to put it here. The sky, Only if you're a man of principle. The, the Skywalker lightsaber. Great. Hove, what is five? You assume I won't challenge? I, I, I don't assume that. Also... I just want to point out something. I typed in Anduil into my notes earlier, and it autocorrected to Anduli. <laughs> the Anduli sausage. sausage. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading, and I was like, why did I write that? And I was like, oh, duh. That makes the movie way different. That, that uh, If he wields a sausage, it makes the movies way different. <laughs> a sausage that summons the dead. It doesn't summon the dead. He it, summons the I dead. know it commands the sword. Yeah, I, I understand. Okay, hold on. I want to circle back just say, for one quick second. You, it, <laughs> it didn't understand. defeat evil twice. He never struck Sauron with Anduil. He rallied the realms of men in sure with that but sword. It never directly struck him. If you think you that that sword was not integral to the success of the uh, I didn't the say that war against I Sauron. I didn't say that. I then that sword defeated Sauron twice. 
Therefore, uh, it was not a melee weapon in striking. Just pointing that out. Just pointing that out. I have swords. I have several swords above lightsaber hove camp that inspires. Oh no, he's challenge. thinking of his his pick. I'm thinking number five. No, I've already I've already burned challenge. a card on lightsaber, and I feel like Kevin, as the wielder of two cards, if you have swords above lightsaber, stick to your guns. You challenge it. I also have a lot of things above it, but I have fewer cards to play. I will wait. The problem is it's going to the number because Flynn wants lightsabers here. I do. There's one thing that you could put that I would like, but you're not going to pick it. I know that. Kevin, I would just say save it because I've got a lot of other things on this list too. He, he knows it for a fact because he wants Mjolnir, and I don't have any... I, I only have swords on my no, list. No, it's not you Mjolnir. You can also veto it, and I'll put up four. No, because honestly, if it's like, what's a thing you'd love to have more in the world than anything? I think I said lightsabers over ships. So it's that's fine. Lightsabers are awesome. I, Lightsaber at four. I'm, I'm it's four. on the list, and honestly... All right, we'll put that at four. Uh... <laughs> this is I don't this is the best sword in the a Song of Ice and Fire and it's Dawn and that means something because there's a lot of Ooh. swords that should be in this Ooh. list from a Song really? of Ice and Fire Dawn's the legend the Dawn wielder, over Longclaw yes 100% the wielder of Dawn because there's an Excalibur component to Dawn that doesn't exist for any other sword yeah. in Westeros or um and so yeah, it yeah, is not yeah, yeah. it is not Valyrian steel. It is from a, a meteorite, a, a fallen uh, mm-hmm. star, and so it is just it's incredible. And it it does not it is not wielded by every single member of the house, which makes it unbelievably unique in the universe that it exists in, and unbelievably strong and powerful, even more so than the like otherwise already magical swords. So I think in a very rich sword melee weapon. Um, universe that really stands out and i i love dawn okay on principle i'm gonna challenge because i i think it's a great pick I, I respect it and i'm only challenging because i respect it so much i'm gonna challenge it to push these other two guys with a bit of a risk that i don't know to what level you've played this game but I'm going to challenge Dawn with the Master Sword from Zelda. So, in some ways, they're the same thing, right? It's the Sword of Swords in the universe that they exist in. But in other cases, the Master Sword is is one that is wielded by one person to do extraordinary things forever, and Dawn has a more complicated history than that. What Link does in the Legends of Zelda lore is a better resume than what Dawn has because of all the different pieces. So if, 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 if the sword is the same sword by lore, then I go to resume and technically I'm... I'm confident making the argument that the Master Sword has a greater reach in all of its different idioms 
than what Dawn has had in The Song of Ice and Fire. But with no disrespect towards Dawn. If this is a purely... I'm doing this for the listeners, not <laughs> well, as with, a disrespect. With no disrespect to the Master Sword, I think you are very much underselling what Dawn has done and is capable of and the people that wield it and how long and far sure, back its sure. history goes. So, um, so here's where I'm at. I... <laughs> I think that they're both worthy of being on this list, maybe even being in this spot. Um, I have not played Legends of Zelda, but I know about the Master Sword. And when he said video games, I got real excited because I have a few uh, video, video game uh, melee weapons on here. And I think it diversifies our list enough um, that I would like it on there. I, 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 I don't know if I'm going to get my video game melee weapons on this list. And so I would like at least one uh, gaming melee weapon to you make think, it you here. Think a video game weapon belongs over a weapon from like the most sword-centric piece of like media. We could in, rank in our probably Game of Thrones swords and and we could. it'd be tense we could, we could also rank video, and so, video but, game I just, swords i'm just saying do you think <laughs> yeah just put game of thrones swords on on the list <laughs> that's that's not how that works there's too many there's like they name their swords very specifically in that. jacob this is a very this is a this is one of the more contentious pieces we've ever had this is a really good comparison um I think you've chosen video games over A Song of Ice and Fire, and I don't think that the list would warrant that as your deciding factor. So, if you believed it was a better sword, I would respect you more. Only a true hero that is pure of heart and strong of body can wield the sword that seals the darkness, so I will choose the Master Sword. That's yeah, that's, that's actually five, what then. I was going to challenge <laughs> if Kevin didn't speak up. Sorry, Hove Camp. I'm at number six. Yes. At, at this far down the list, I expect to be vetoed. But I'm very passionate that Saba is one of the greatest Good. melee weapons of all time. Yes. In the history of the world. Because not only is he a fantastic sword, Dagger. he can summon... The the Tiger Zord, which is awesome. He is a sentient being. He is a fen- a phenomenal fighting weapon, and he's also capable of summoning a Zord. He's a great <laughs> melee weapon for those three reasons, and no other melee weapon has those three boxes checked. I think it's um, an awesome pick. And, Saba's uh, fantastic. And Kevin, for the listener, Saba is from. Power Mighty Rangers. Morphin, season three. The Mighty Morphin season Power three. Rangers. The Green Ranger, Beautiful. Tommy. Uh, God rest his soul. Um, he did die. Spoiler alert, by the way. loses uh, his... Recently, actually. He did die last uh, year. No, this year. One, Jason you know, David Frank passed away like a couple months ago. Last academic year. Current... <laughs> calendar year um maybe no and uh yeah kevin's been talking in in (laughs) academic years recently Uh, (laughs) and um the green ranger loses powers they're worried about who's going to be the new white ranger why is there going to be a new white ranger tommy becomes the white ranger the first thing zordon gives him is saba because saba is the new weapon 
It replaces the dragon Which is dagger, also a viable which option. Which was one of the coolest things in the world. So such a viable option. God, so and cool. It's a flute. You know, I really, <laughs> slash really, really do wish I kept my veto. And I love Power Rangers. Uh, but pretty seems but so Saba, Saba at six. Risky. Saba at six. Oh, yeah. I'll challenge. Oh, no, challenge. no, Flynn. Um, challenge with a dragon dagger. And That'll make it tough. <laughs> I... If I'm sticking to my list, it's the Blades of Chaos from God of War. But I, but Hope Camp has no clue what I'm talking about. And so I'm yeah, going to challenge. Power Rangers for that shit. <laughs> I'm challenging with Stormbreaker. Uh, because it's basically Over Mjolnir. Mjolnir? Yes, it's basically oh, Mjolnir, God. but it can summon the Bifrost. Uh, and that's a key it's not difference. It's Mjolnir. It is. It is uh, in multiple ways. Um, it can help him channel. It, it, it helps Thor channel. Flynn, his do you powers. often grab a, an axe when you need to, you know, nail something? Actually, yes. So <laughs> it's a bad. It's a bad question because most axes, the back half of the axe is used well, as a hammer. Yes, yeah. that's, that's, that's a dumbass. <laughs> So yeah, it's basically Mjolnir. Um, so and, and it and it summons the Bifrost, which is a key tenant in Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. like the key the key tenant of Mjolnir is you have to be worthy to wield it, and that isn't true for Stormbreaker. Thanos tries to kill Thor with it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well let's just say it's not it's not basically the same thing. If its ability to be okay. wielded is completely hundred percent different, it is basically the same thing. Before Odin did that to Mjolnir, still not true. Um, I, yeah, I don't agree at all. But okay. I, I I understand. What well, Stormbreaker? Both... I like Stormbreaker better. Basically, so cool. really, I I believe I'm correct in saying this, and Kevin may be able to to check me on it. Essentially, Beta Ray Bill started wielding Mjolnir, and that was not cool. So they made Stormbreaker more for Beta Ray Bill in the comics than anything else. Well, um, in the MCU, so it's different. In the MCU, how, it is how can, different. If, if Mjolnir is one of those things that only one person can be worthy enough to wield, then how can more than one person be worthy at the same time? And that was the comic problem. Now the MCU thing was they're like, well, there's like four, three or four people can be worthy at the same time, and then it's saying, well, okay, well then, what is the bar? If the bar is Captain America, Jane Foster, and Thor, then what is Rhodey missing? What is Drax missing? What is like all those different people? Like, what are they missing that they can't do you it? Drax. Um, I'm just using an example <laughs> of of. of yeah, people Flynn, what in the is MCU. Drax missing that he can't wield Mjolnir? <laughs> that's what this is. blood thirst? I don't know. He wants to murder things? I don't know. A different example. Rocket, watch watch the latest Guardians movie and, and tell me that, that Rocket to... can't wield Mjolnir. Rocket might have I... more bloodlust than Drax. <laughs> What a terrible not after the Not after the most recent movie. No, I've seen it. Not I after the most recent movie. Recently. I don't... <laughs> I, I hate both of these. Stormbreaker was technically 14. I didn't even rank Saba. I'll let it go to the numbers and vote Stormbreaker because I assume Pretty's voting uh, Saba. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely he voting did vote Saba. Saba. Yeah. So I think the number is the only way to do this. You could have... Really, I, I almost voted out of spite, Flynn. You're really not making. You're really not tugging to me here. 
So who, really who not texts who? I don't remember. Uh, I, we, we, I we, we haven't done this you. in a while. Okay. And I choose because I challenge, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. One or two. The number has been received. One. It is two. I'm so <laughs> bad at that. I love that. I do not uh, Flynn, you're up. Saba at six. Gosh. Flynn, you're up at seven. Man. I wouldn't pick Stormbreaker. I'm putting Blades of Chaos uh, from God of War. I'll challenge uh, with Dawn. That's an easy question for me. Dawn is the answer. Pretty. Didn't you already challenge with Dawn? No, he tried to put up Dawn. No, I challenged. put up Dawn and you challenged. Okay, good. <laughs> Pretty, do you do you have That's do you great. want to hear arguments or are you good with Dawn? I mean, uh, the Blades of Chaos are pretty sick from Gods of War, and they do some really awesome things. Let there be arguments. Well, yeah, Dawn Dawn is limited by the fact that it's a sword, but in universe, it is iconic, amazing, and uh, epic, and is the Excalibur of our modern day fantasy epic. Pretty, have you played Just God of War? Yes. God of Wars, God okay. of Wars' place in society and Game of Thrones' places in society is vastly different. We're not arguing that. I think that <laughs> matters when you're talking about the weapons of the places that we're arguing. So these are basically uh, scythes. Would you describe them as Jacob? Uh, sort of scythes, maybe maybe like an thicker, they're, they're, thicker, thicker bladed scythes. They're like they're almost more it's like an, I think it's an auroch, isn't it? Yeah, or like a, I I honestly always thought of them as more like a scimitar that were kind of then just more. Yeah, that makes sense. Like but they're like chained together and 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 they can be whipped around, and so it's like a whip, uh, a blade, all in one. It's almost like um, a, a the the god of war. Uh, I I only played one through three. Uh, but these weapons uh, were a staple of of my childhood growing up, playing these video games, and uh, they're iconic, right? Um, it, when you think of the God of War and Kratos, you think of these Chaos Blades. And he has other weapons, uh, but these Blades of Chaos are, are extremely iconic, so, especially so you, in this, you in this brought niche. Up, you brought up my point, which is you don't think about God of War. It just doesn't. Some people really. do creep up it's not i don't it's not just bad. because you all don't doesn't mean it other was people a good video game it had an it well you don't know that sequels and you don't play video fine. games it wasn't as good of a game as it, zelda yes it was not as good a game as zelda and there are probably other video games one as good a video game as halo so like there's plenty of other video games that have melee weapons i have a halo sword on this on this and, list as well yeah and you, if you would have put that up it would have been a little bit better than what you did so but you didn't so i'm gonna go with uh you know again the iconic sword, the best sword in the universe that is, again, the modern-day fantasy epic that we have the, devoted the most time to that will never be finished. Jacob, you, Jacob, what do you decide? I'm going to say Blades of Chaos. You, okay, you then spineless, it's the number. spineless fool. Yeah. Feck. It's a feck. He's Feckless. a feck is what it is. It's going to the number... I'm gonna Me. text yeah. Flynn and Kevin. No, pretty and pretty. Kevin. Oh, and Hope Camp has to decide. I'm gonna lose this. No, you have to decide, Flynn. No, the no, because you challenge. I'm gonna text pretty. And I did challenge. I did challenge. Yeah. The challenger picks. I the did. Number. You're right. Go, go pee. 
Go pee, Flynn. I, I forgot. I'm I texting that, so. pretty a number. And Huffcamp picks it as the challenger after Huff, Flynn gets back from peeing. Pretty, has the it number has been, been received? It's number two again. I do feel like I have to um, withhold my response until Flynn returns, just for all validity of purpose. Oh, okay, I'll say it again. <laughs> I would put it past Kevin to have texted you three, either. No, no, you're right, it's number two again. <laughs> it's two. You won. I can hear you yes, all the whole yeah, time because I have Bluetooth headphones. Uh, so, like, we taught Kevin about this. This is ridiculous. He fell out of his chair. Kevin is gone. Uh, anyway, so for the first time ever, and no one knows what I'm about to say right now, uh, definitely not Flynn, uh, I'm going to pick all. number two because I think it's the same number as before. I'm picking number two. I'm going to stick to it. I feel like you all have a vendetta against me. This is this is this is this is conspiracy level shit. Okay, this is awful. I use my numbers to get Andrew at number one and Dawn on the list, and that is how it should be used. All right, I'm just gonna go straight chaos from now on. Well, I can't do shit, so I'm really. I still have two cards. It's fine. Set. We're at we're at eight. We're at eight. I, I'm so. I you know also what, have only four. No, you have not. You what? Stormbreaker over Mjolnir was so stupid. Who who is next? Uh, Flynn just put up Blades of Chaos. So Jacob, so Jacob is so next because I'm last at being able to hold because the, lo- the long feel, sword. You would be your back would crumble <laughs> beneath a six foot tall great sword. I have, know how many I have, you would have. If you were Pretty beheading, if you were beheading the person at the beginning of the first episode of Game of Thrones, you're beheading that deserter. That guy would still be alive because you would have fucked it up so bad. <laughs> What's the eighth best melee weapon of all uh, time? This Pretty. is tough. This is really tough because uh, I've got a lot of swords on here, a lot of swords, a mm-hmm. lot. Um, it's mostly swords. Yeah, it's mostly swords. Um. But I think I'm going to have to go with the one, the sword that went snicker-snack. And I am going to throw up the Vorpal Blade from the Jabberwocky. Great, great, great idea, Vito. <laughs> Let's move on. Hovecamp. <laughs> oh, so I don't even I know do what you're... I don't know what you're talking no. about, to be honest. Lewis like I have Carol, no clue what you're Vorpal talking about. No one does. Sword. I think that's the, the dance crew that Shaq was, was out on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you the, all are the, a bunch the, of the, sword, the VH1 like the show. Yes. Go read a poem. Go read <laughs> a poem. What's no, number eight? No, don't you dare bring literature into this. <laughs> Kevin already did enough of that with Excalibur. <laughs> read a poem. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> it's pronounced. I'm gonna poem. go with. Um, it's it's the six fingered sword. I've never seen its equal. Mm. Mm. Never seen a six-fingered sword. This is from what movie? Flint? Uh, Flint? Nobody talked? No Flint? clue. No clue yes, at all. You've seen Allegedly. It. It's always the Princess Bride. Oh, is it? Always uh, the Princess Bride. It's actually... Yeah, that one. It's, it's honestly... It's a beautiful... Like, when they hold it up, when... um When... uh What's his name? Is holding it up and kind of turning it... I'm like, Wesley. Wesley, thank you. I was like, dang. 
That's actually a really like gorgeous sword. So it's, it's a six-fingered sword. Well, well, a six-fingered man. It's it's great, incredible. It's a great choice. Um, I've never seen it's a sequel. Great it is, choice. It is Thank the you. only restriction on it. Uh, in the, it, it's not magical in any way because there's not that's not the way that universe operates. Nope. But it is that's fine. the finest sword. Uh, disagree. Uh, in one of the finest disagree. Movies. Remember, and, it, it, and he go it, prays it, to the sword and he says, "Guide, Father, guide my sword." <laughs> That's guides true. him into the tree. That's true. So yeah, uh, it it does have guiding properties. <laughs> Is okay. anyone doing anything uh, about it, this? No, actually, that's on my list. Definitely not at, at uh, veto. At Man, I'm fine veto. Oh. <laughs> Still at number eight, everyone. Yep. Okay. At number eight, I'm going to go with a sword, and I will introduce it. With, yeah, we know um, it's a sword. You've talked about this. <laughs> Ad nauseum. <laughs> well, then I won't introduce it. I won't introduce it in an exciting way at all. Good. I'm just gonna call it the sword. Of, the sword of omens from Thundercats. Thundercats. Baby. Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh, this, this is what I was worried was gonna happen. <laughs> it was that Thundercats was gonna get on the list. No, that sword's awesome. <laughs> I actually love it. I love the chaos. Let's do it. Yeah, Thundercats. Oh, it's a great sword. I'm out. Sword of Omens. I'm out of stuff. Oh, I'm out too. Yeah, Yeah. Cam and Flynn are out of everything. So pretty. If you're fine with it, it, it's what's number nine? Assholes to decide everything. (laughs) Number nine is Freddy's glove from the Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, where he has claws for fingers, and that's a melee weapon. So yeah. Freddy's glove. Uh, it definitely counts, and I assume they have opinions. <laughs> I don't have anything. I think you have a I challenge, have both. Freddy. I haven't vetoed or challenged. You lost Thank your God. challenge? Thank oh, yeah, God. you challenged me. Let it be, Jacob. Let it, let it be. I'm going to challenge. If you let it be, then you, then you get nine. to save your challenge and veto for the next ranking. No, not. But you can't. You no, can't do both. That's not how this works. Yeah. I'm going to. It, I'm going to pretty. challenge Freddy's glove with the sword of power from He-Man. The sword of power. So we've got from what? The sword of Great omens choice. and the sword of power. One of the two swords wielded in Grace. Wait, the sword of power or the the sword of power or the power it's, sword? It's, it's called the sword of power. It's not the power sword. From what? He-Man. Masters From of what? the Universe. Okay, that, that is different than the Power no, Sword. No, that is the Power I agree, sword. that's a great sword. Is, wait. No, there, I don't know how to get into it. Either way. Either way, I think we might be sending it to the numbers. Haha. <laughs> you guys are really, really leaving a lot of uh, quality shit off this list. I'm, I'm not comfortable yeah, with that yeah. being Let's uh, do it. what you've decided. Uh, and I would like to sow chaos, so I vote opposite of Kevin. Love it. Love it. Let's do it. I don't care what he votes. What? I text Jacob but the number now. Who, who is challenging? Yeah. Wait, who's challenging? Pretty just challenged. Jacob the, challenged. The power sword. No, no you. I Jacob just put up I, the No, no, no. Sword. I challenged Flynn. Flynn put no, he Freddy's glove. Flynn put up. I challenged Freddy's glove with the sword of power. Oh well, then okay. And Hove Camp, Kevin, I'm texting. Hove Camp, because he's mad at me for voting against Don twice. He's intentionally not voting for the Sword of Power. 
Now, I'm not yeah. voting for the sort of power because I think you just agreed fundamentally that the six-fingered sword belongs on this list, and then you decided to do this shit. Well, then, what is the number? Oh, I have to... No, Jacob has to decide because he challenged. That's true. The number is... We're not good at remembering. The Jacob number, number is two yet again. I'm bad at it, so... The number is two. God damn it! <laughs> it's always two. I think always, I lost three always, times. always two. <laughs> I've lost three tonight. You have. Like, I only have one challenge. Yeah. And you all only have three combined. So out of the three of the four challenges that happened were me, and I lost all of them. This is this is math, and it sucks. Okay. So the ninth best sword of all... Ninth conspiracy best melee bullshit. weapon of all time is... What? The sword of power. Wait, this is... I said conspiracy is, bullshit. This is pretty who's just going to sit on a veto then. Yeah. Yep. Right? The ninth best whatever sword of all of time is what? The power sword. The power sword. Sword of, sword, I'm sword sorry, of sword power. Of power. <clears throat> From He-Man, right? So Power, sword of power. Here's here's some things. So, so the 10th best... Melee weapon. If this isn't... So here's some things. If this isn't Mjolnir, fuck you. If this is me, melee weapons. But I, I wanted only swords, and there are better swords than that. Yeah. I mean, there's Voltron's blazing you sword. You guys made this list. You guys are half the reason this list there's sucks. There's Voltron's blazing sword. There's Sting. There's the Odin sword. There's the Ebony Blade. The Sword the of the key Daywalker. Blade? There's, uh... Sting? I said Sting, yep. Sting? There's the Soul Calibur Blade. The Energy Sword from Halo. Yes, I had that down, too. Um, there's... Et well, that's not a sword. I don't want to give you ideas. No, this no, is no, bullshit. no, no. You're not giving me ideas. The neck, there's the, the Necro sword, option? arguably the most powerful sword in all of the MCU. Okay, we can. I mean, do if you're basing it on afterwards. power, we have all we have botched this list entirely. Yeah. yeah. If we're basing this on like taking the sword for what it is in its universe, we've still botched so, this list entirely. So, but you honestly, can redeem yourself. Honestly, I bit. really wanted to choose Wolverine's claws. Uh, those that's different those are his bones yeah, that's, that's his bones <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't count um i really really wanted to for like a 10th pick just for goofiness throw something in here that would really piss you all off like the dagger of time from prince of persia because you can turn back time technically it. was on my list and then i i put it down on my list of options yeah. so it wouldn't piss me off as much as you think. um i do feel this is one where, uh, especially after having Didn't listened to multiple day. podcasts about different weapons of power and melee-ness, um, I do feel like we would be doing a disservice if the one and only Mjolnir did not make the list. So Mjolnir will be number 10. Would you like to veto yourself? No. I will not Cinderella myself. <laughs> and let Hope and let Hope Camp decide the tenth. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> right, Camp. He's done it before. I, he's I know he's before. done it before. I understand. Hope Camp, read it back. back to us making people listen to podcasts previous to understand our context. <laughs> Number one, Andoril slash Narsil from Lord of the Rings. Number two, Excalibur. Number three, the Sword of Godric Gryffindor. Number four lightsabers specifically luke's but just kind no of all the skywalker one not luke's i don't want to get Shut into up. this with Come you on. uh master sword from uh 
Legend of Zelda. Saba from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. In case you're wondering, the list has started to derail. Dawn from uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Sword of Omens from Thundercats. Sword of Power from He-Man and Mjolnir. Notably absent from this list, the Six-Fingered Sword from uh, A Princess Bride. Um, No love whatsoever for Hattori Hanzo Katanas from Kill Bill. Seems... Seems rude. Never seen it. Long claw. Uh, uh, the the long claw. The keyblade. <laughs> the keyblade. Uh, fantastic sword. Uh, this was one uh, I kind um, of wanted to get into. Does Captain America's shield count as a melee weapon? I didn't think so. I think no. the 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 it's he definitely is called a shield. I he understand he uses it as, it's a, a, as a weapon, but it, it's it's a shield. No. Yeah. No. Also needle. I mean, there's like a lot of. Uh, I put Poseidon's trident on here. Um, that would be a melee weapon. I don't know if y'all thought of that or not. That would be a melee it's, weapon. It's, I think it, it does, it's worthy of being on this list. Mm-hmm. I think that's more of a ranged thing as well. I would have mm, I would have needed evidence to support the melee weapon. I don't know. According to D&D, I feel tridents, like Poseidon uses tridents it are versatile in that you can use them one-handed, two-handed, or... I ranged. understand that, that... Yes, yes, I understand ship. how D&D does it. If he's going to say Poseidon's trident, I need him to evidence Poseidon's melee usage of the trident not D's description of a trident anyway that's what it is uh no one asked for any of it um and in fact you guys probably appreciated that we stopped recording for like six weeks um but we we decided that we would just give it to you guys anyway so have a drink on us and we will see you all next week definitely we are recording every week <laughs> are we though Somebody's getting married in a couple weeks, and that's, uh, you know, disrupting recording plans. Glamdring would have been great. Uh, I don't really understand the source material, but Buffy's Slayer Scythe was apparently also probably worthy. I think the Kingdom Hearts fans are going to be pissed that no Keyblades made this list. Kingdom Hearts is an awesome game, too.